Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. John's rocky childhood, and finally, we get to see Deb stand up to him and finally try to leave him. Dirty John After Show starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Dirty John After Show. So good to see you. And so good to see you, too. Good to see you, too. I'm so excited to be back talking about our crazy boy, John. I know. Tyra, it's me and you and this psychotic John. Uh, today, we are getting into episode five and six. We're almost near the end. Next week is going to be our last week since we're doing two episodes per it's week. crazy. I know. It's very sad. Um, before we get into the episodes, we are going to do our Oh My God moment of the week at the end of the mm-hmm. show. So be prepared for that. Um, let's get right into it. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I want to start talking about John's childhood and the flashback of it. Relationship with the dad, relationship with his sister Denise. We saw lots of moments of kind of him becoming, you know, who he is today. What did you think? I thought that my prediction was spot on, is what I thought. Now, remind I, us what your prediction was. So, uh, I predicted that, or maybe I just had a feeling that the reason why John is the way he is is because of his childhood. Did not know that was going to happen in the next episode, you know, to confirm it. Mm-hmm. But literally, it just... Well, it still doesn't technically all make sense, but it makes sense of why he's just kind of just messed up in the brain. He's just been through a lot. All of the other stuff I can't really account for just yet, but still, childhood played a major part on some of the things that he did. Mm -hmm. I mean, I thought it was was interesting how there was just scam after scam, starting from such a young age. And then even when he's a teenager, like running out in front of the car and breaking his his leg. It was to the point where he was just like immune to it he just knew like oh my dad would be happy if I do this like whatever I need to do to help us get money like you saw speaking of that how his dad like smiled at him when he like was on the ground helping him I know it's insane it it kind of showed that he has this skill set that he's been honing his whole life Mm -hmm. it's not like he just started to do this to women and manipulate them and and you know, it's not like an adult thing. It's literally been happening his whole life mm-hmm. that he's been doing these things. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And literally, the very, like, right at the beginning when you saw they were in the restaurant and he had the glass and he handed it to him, giving him this whole, like, his dad was giving him a, a pep talk about, like, mm-hmm. you know, well, we're, we're going to do this, you'll be fine, or whatever he was saying. And then he just, I just, I don't know, it was just unbelievable. I'm like, is he going to, like, put this in his food and chew it and then, yeah. like, split it up, spit it out? And he did. I know. Crazy. That was a hard moment to watch, like, seeing such a young child be exposed to that and being told that what to do and mm-hmm. and then that's the right thing to do in life yeah <laughs> just to get money mm-hmm. you know um but I thought Denise ended up good right 
Denise ended up, the sister, she ended up fine, you know? And she came from the exact same background. Mm -hmm. She was exposed to the exact same lessons and scams. And why do you think that she turned out differently than John? I think she turned out differently because her dad didn't pressure her like how he pressured John. Like, you know, she, like, she was a part of it, but we didn't, I mean, I guess it, it was solely about John, but he wasn't pretty much having her hurt herself. He was still kind of just, like, letting her stay in her place, but still incorporating her in whatever business they had at that restaurant mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But you can all, you could tell just, like, as a child, she would see that it's not right. Or, I don't know, maybe she just didn't feel a part of the family. Like, there was the scene where she tattled, to, like, she told on John, mm-hmm. and then her dad gave her less money because she was a tattletale. So, right. maybe she just always never really fit in like fit in just with was them. above that all yeah. the time from yeah. the beginning um and what i heard in the podcast that they don't show in the show is that there's another brother oh wow there might even be more siblings but i know there's another older brother and he actually eventually died from an overdose of drugs which okay. i thought was along the lines of kind of the same path that john was going mm-hmm. they didn't go into super detail about that but i thought that was interesting to you know, introduce a third sibling and seeing how they turned out. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so I have a question for you. When Denise picked John up from jail, what what do you think that she's thinking? Like, obviously she knows that her brother's in jail, and she has to know why for the stalking and Mm -hmm. everything. Like, is she okay with it? Because she's pretty, like, straight-laced, and she thinks that he's going to change, and and she gives him a job in Cathedral City in the trailer park. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you thinking in the show and just in real life of what she's thinking of John at that moment? Honestly, I think she was just thinking, here goes my brother again. Like, she just knows her brother. And it was just like, yeah. I'm here to support you regardless. Even, like, just going back to his childhood, she was always kind of supportive. Mm-hmm. When he, like, jumped in front of the car, she was telling him, like, you know, you don't have to do that or whatever. And, you right. know, so maybe it was just, like, sister to the rescue kind of thing. Like, whatever you did, it's whatever, but I'm still here for you. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. What do you think? I I honestly didn't know. I was like, I don't know. I I hope Tyra tells me what she thinks because I'm not sure. I mean, it's just a little confusing. I think that she means well and she wants the best for her brother. And then as the show plays out where the lawyer – I think that might be the next episode – where the lawyer uh, confronts her about how her brother, like – how John um, waited in front of the bar and waited for the drunk driver to come out. Oh, yeah. I think it was this one. And, yeah. So – I think when she starts to solve that all happening, he kind of, like, unfolded in front of her eyes. Mm-hmm. But my my point was, like, he's pretty much been like that his entire life. So yeah. I'm wondering why, like, only then she's seeing that. I Maybe don't, because I don't know. this was the first time that she, and this is just me, my assumption, mm-hmm. that this was her first time actually witnessing him just do it on his own. I feel like as a child, she saw it just from her dad, their dad telling him to do it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, she would tell him, like, you know, you don't have to do this. So maybe it was just like, oh my God, he's crazy. And then just those flashbacks of what happened to their dad. I think that kind of like set it off to where it was like, my brother's crazy. <laughs> With, in regards to what, the... In regards to his death and oh, the okay, hospital. The death. Yeah. Okay. I thought that's what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, because then we kind of come full circle when she finally realizes, I think, that John killed her dad. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. 
And it, it was full circle. He didn't die. <laughs> he didn't die. <laughs> On his own. And it's like, in the beginning, they set it up to where you would think that, but it confirmed it after they had that big blow up in the trailer, and, you know, he was pretty mm-hmm. much just like, you're next on my list, or you're gonna pay. And it's like, she stood there and literally was like, whoa, my dad didn't just die. Like, he was fine. John killed him. I don't know. I kind of saw that flashback and was like, maybe that was their way of, you know, confirming to us, like, John did kill mm-hmm. his dad, and if he can kill... You guys' dad, he can kill you also. But did he? Doesn't doesn't he like his dad? Does he respect his dad? And that's, that's what, what I'm, I'm confused that's about. That's what I was confused about also. And I don't know. Maybe later. Well, you would think in the next episode they would kind of share that, but mm-hmm. that was kind of it was kind of misleading for me also because it's like he learned from his dad and it was like in the beginning you can tell he was kind of, he was young and didn't really understand why his dad was making him do it. Mm-hmm. But as he got older, he was just like doing it just because. So I was kind of confused on why. Right. Yeah. Like in the beginning, he seeked his dad validation, whereas I don't know. I'm just confused. I <laughs> if only we could interview John, but um, uh, I don't know I if mean. I want to interview John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also thought it was interesting that John kind of throughout his life, his dad, um, you know, really idolized the mobsters and being related to the mobsters. Mm-hmm. Um Whereas, you know, normal people wouldn't think that was cool. But yeah. that was, it was kind of like this idealistic way of living life. Like, oh, we're, we're a mobster. We're going to be, we're related to the mobsters. We're going to act like mobsters. Mm-hmm. We're going to kill like mobsters. And I think John's whole life, he was kind of, you know, driven to think that that was a good thing to look up to and be. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it's not that cool to be a mobster. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, Anyways, we are going to jump really quickly and just thank our AfterBus hosts or fans for listening to us. <laughs> and Tyra, you're going to take it away and tell us yes, how else course. they can show us some love. Yeah, so of course, before we continue on, we just want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk for for the continuous um, growth of our network. We can use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that subscribe button. And if you're on iTunes, please give give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being a a part of AfterBuzz has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate your support and doing what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. Thank you so much. Of course. And thank you guys for watching. Okay, so I want to jump to the storyline of Deb now. I mm-hmm. call her Deb. Nobody calls her Deb. I call Deb. her Deb. Deb. Can we just call her Debbie. Deb for short? It's just easy. <laughs> so she takes John back, right? Like, we see her move back into the penthouse, mm-hmm. and then we see her trying to help John get clean. And he's kind of saying all the right things, convincing her that he wants to change. He's like, mm-hmm. I really want to make you proud. Um, do you think that he actually wanted to get clean? I'm... I get a little bit confused because he he's obviously going through mm-hmm. the what's it called um, detox yeah and you can tell that he's actually like getting rid of the drugs in his mm-hmm. body so it, does he do you think that he actually wants to change That's in that what moment I was also confused but he's such like a trickster and just like manipulative mm-hmm. that I wouldn't be surprised if he would have just he would have went that far just to prove a point or just to like keep her. Right. Like, I was, you know, watching him go through that, it's like, okay, if he did go through it, maybe he is serious. But I don't I just don't put anything past him. Right. I kind of felt like, whatever, like, as far as we know, he's probably done this before to keep a woman. And then, as we saw, he's just going to go back to it. So, I don't know. And I think it's so hard when, for at least Deborah, who, like, wants to see the good in him, and he's telling her that everything he does 
that's bad is because of drugs. And then mm-hmm. in front of her own eyes, he quits cold turkey, mm-hmm. um, does that whole detox process. And he's like snapped during it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand, like, the process. Well, I don't understand. I don't know how. <laughs> Thank God for that. But um, in the in the yeah. episode, I could see why he would flip like that. But that was scary. It was like he was possessed. And he was like, move, be, or whatever he said. I was like, I know. Well, okay. <laughs> but I think him just coming clean, like, really just cemented. Deborah's like, oh, like, he's changed, you know? Mm-hmm. I want him back. Yeah. Um. So then Tara kind of confronts Deborah, right? Tara breaks up with her boyfriend and moves back into the penthouse. Mm-hmm. And she wakes up at 1 a.m. and she notices that her mom is gone. And Deborah comes back and she's like, where were you? And they have this whole conversation and it's kind of that whole thing about forgiveness again, right? Like, mm-hmm. she, Deborah's trying to convince Tara to forgive him just like she has. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he has nobody. And I thought it was interesting because I think that Tara and Deborah are very similar characters. Mm-hmm. They both want to see the best in people and um, and 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 have that idea of forgiveness. Whereas Ronnie is like a completely no. different person, right? <laughs> she's like yeah. she sees bad from the beginning. I like Ronnie. <laughs> she's a strong character, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of just didn't get that like similarity between those two characters until this episode. Yeah. Did I you notice that? It was it was honestly kind of weird because, like, Tara was kind of like, you know, I'm on Veronica's side. Mom, you need to dump him. He's rude. He's mean. And then, I don't know, maybe the purpose of her going, to the, going through this breakup was to show that, like, maybe she understands it now. So that's how she could take her mom's side because she's kind of been through the same thing. And then she talks about her past boyfriend who was wrong. And then I think she kind of just compared that to how John is, you know, supposedly changing. So it was just like, you know, well, maybe men do change because my ex-boyfriend completely did a 360. So I'm going to support you and be there for you because I've seen it happen firsthand. It's just like that string of events for all these women in this family Mm -hmm. that they see these things and they're like, okay with it. And they're like, well, if this happened, then I guess I can forgive this person yeah but it made me worried because it's just like oh god now tara is the naive one also and i don't know but going back to what you said about how she you know they broke up and she moved back in with her mom Mm -hmm. do you remember when she was on the phone with her mom crying and she was like mom can i just move back with you and literally deb's face was like uh huh honey what do you mean you want to move back and then she was like okay like she was kind of hesitant. I don't know if you... Did you, like, notice that? I don't remember if I noticed it, but John was living with her at the time, right? Or yeah, had, this had is, he this, not moved in yet? This was when it was, like, fresh. Like, they mm. just started, you know, getting on good terms. He, she just helped him get get through the detox. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was clear that they were, like, back together. So she kind of, like, froze. Like, oh, shoot, they don't know that we're a thing again. Mm-hmm. But in in a way, I thought the, how she responded, it seemed like she was going to tell her no. But, like, she just kept crying. It was like, Mom, please, what? Can I come? Can I come? And then she eventually let her move in. But I just wanted to point that out. That was really weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know. It's like, <laughs> You're like, I don't remember that part. No, I, I, I do. I'm just trying to think of the um, sequence of events to when John actually moved back in. Uh-huh. Um, but I think there was this period of time in real life where she was had moved back in with John and she was keeping it from her kids again. Okay. And so I was trying to, like, piece that yeah, together in maybe, my mind. You know, maybe he wasn't fully back in yet, but maybe it was just, like, the principle that exactly. they were back in contact. So it was just, like, you moving in, you may possibly see him or you may hear me talking to him. So she was kind of hesitant because she doesn't want the family to necessarily know yet. Right. 
Exactly. Um, so then essentially her, Deborah's family starts isolating her. So is this the first time that we're introduced to the son, Trey? No, he's been... Was he in the Christmas episode? I think so. Okay, because um, I don't know why. I just didn't know. And I want to say they had another... When she first moved into the house, I want to say they had another dinner. And he was there with the kids and okay. the family. I don't know how I missed this. I watched this twice and I missed yeah, it. <laughs> no, it was kind of weird, too. He's kind Sometimes things, even like with the storyline, sometimes it kind of feels like it's like all over like a little jumbled. bit. Like Yeah. yeah. So I think that at that point, Deborah feels super, I mean, isolated is pretty much the only word that's coming to my mind right now, but just terrible about the situation mm-hmm. because her own family doesn't want to hang out with her. And I thought there was um, a really interesting part where she's sitting on the bed with John kind of crying about the situation because her family is all she has and, and she loves them. And he kind of puts the power into her hands and says, maybe we should end this, Mm -hmm. which is something that we talked about at the beginning of the show when like they wanted, they found the apartment, but he was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I can't get this right now. And and she's like, well, maybe I could get it. And he is like, no, no, we can't do that. And like kind of just putting the power into her hands, Uh even though it was his idea all along. So she can't say like, well, you know, you made me do this because he's clearly laid it on the table for her to make her own decision. That part literally threw me for a loop Mm -hmm. because it's like you go to this family brunch and your son literally says, you can't see your, your, my kids will never be around him. You can't see them if you're with John Mm -hmm. and you go, no, I don't want to end things. Like I just couldn't believe her at that point. I was like, I was really disappointed because in these past few episodes, we've literally walked through them discovering who John really was Mm -hmm. and again, she just kind of, like, literally disregards all of it. I know. And I think that's the whole thing of just believing the best in people, believing that he doesn't really know what he's doing, mm-hmm. and, and but we all know that he's much more calculated than that. Yeah. You know? So the episode ends with her waking up in the middle of the night and finding a syringe injection in John's foot, mm-hmm. essentially, and she finds drugs in his, in their apartment, in a mm-hmm. box, right? Um which kind of, I think, gives her the realization, like, okay, mm-hmm. I should probably leave this guy. Yeah. Um, do you think that he started using the second after he got clean? Like, do you think, I mean, what was that period of time? I'm like, I wanted him to believe that he was going to be clean, and it's just kind of, like, back to his old tricks. Yeah, I think it was just that, I mean, like I said, I still have trouble believing if he was actually doing it for her and maybe it could have just been one of those things where it was just like I'm gonna do this to get her back and then right after this I'm going back to it or Mm -hmm. I don't don't know it it was kind of it was it didn't give us like a series they didn't give us a series of events to why he would go back to the drugs it just kind of like just happened I don't know maybe it was just kind of one of those things where it's like you're addicted so Mm -hmm. you just relapse or lapse or whatever it's called I don't know I'm thinking of just last week like when when I was asking do you think that he really loves these women like I don't know. I want to believe that they he give loves you so Deb. many mixed feelings. Right. I need like a straight narrow path. And or if that someone... or, or is that the point that he's just that crazy that yeah. he just keeps everyone including viewers confused? <laughs> and can someone like that really love somebody? Right. Or are they just crazy? Yeah. I don't know. But it's... crazy people can love people still, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've never dated anybody crazy. (laughs) Right. And I hope we never have to. (laughs) Me too. Um, Okay. Any last thoughts on episode five? I did want to get into Veronica. Yeah. Um, 
well, pretty much, again, her reaction to finding out after she did all of this to help her mom and then, you know, finding out, oh, she's just back with John. Like, that was literally, you saw, she even stated, like, if mom was to, to-, to tell me, she would literally see me, like, catch on fire right. or something. <laughs> yes, yes. And what she said. Um, also, what was really crazy to me, I don't know if you remember, but... There were, like, flashbacks of his dad saying, you know, when someone comes after you, go for their family or Mm -hmm. something like that. Right. And he did that with Veronica. Like, it first happened when he spit on her birth certificate when she wanted that. And then he got her fired from her job. I know. That was so crazy. That was insane. Like, I don't know. That, like... Like, who does that? Like, you're calling, saying all of these crazy things about her, and you're leaving these crazy reviews, and it's like, she knows it's John. Like, they're just showing the flashbacks. Like, the doctor's like, I don't know who would do this, and then it's John kissing on her mom. She's just like, John, John, John. I know. For me, like, I think that in real life, it would have been... I don't know. Like, I think if those things happened, I feel like Ronnie would just run to her mom and tell her Mm -hmm. what happened. Like, it just seems simpler to me in my head. Like, if your daughter said that your boyfriend is doing all of these things to Mm -hmm. you, like, you would end it. Yeah. You know, whereas I think it it plays out a little bit different chronologically in the show. But I'm just wondering, you know, how did that happen in real life? How could you let your daughter be affected by your boyfriend like that? Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I'm hoping, because even in this, in episode six, since we're getting ready to get into it, I don't think they, um... They covered it about what he actually did in the last episode about her losing her job. So maybe now that they've been reconnected, maybe she'll tell her mom and um, that'll just be, again, a plot to help her get away from him. Yeah. I don't know. I know. There's just so much stuff adding up against him. All right. Should we get into episode six? Yeah, let's go ahead. Okay. So episode six, we kind of get into... Um, the lens of what John looks like through different people's eyes. So mm-hmm. first we see this lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, this has nothing to do with anything that we're going to talk about, but <laughs> the first time I watched this show, I like got this weird like flirty vibe between the lawyer and his assistant. Did you get that? I didn't. <laughs> okay, because I was watching it with someone else and I was like, are they like sleeping together? Do they together? have a thing? I mean... <laughs> and my friend was like, that's what I thought too, but... um. There seems to be no relationship that come from it. I just didn't know if you had that impression at all either. <laughs> no, I just, it was just like, she was completely like, oh, it's that John person calling. Like, it was just kind of weird. I know. She was so scared of him. And it, it's crazy how upset John gets about at the lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even in just the meeting, you can see that he's getting angrier and angrier. And mm-hmm. in the podcast that I listened to, sorry, you have to keep referring to the podcast, the, the lawyer actually spoke and he mm-hmm. said that as soon as they started talking about post the post nut that they wanted to get, um, just as like time went on, he wasn't getting angry like vocally. You could just see that his face and his body and his and his body language just was getting just I mean, angry. Mm-hmm. But it was just interesting that he could see him just change so quickly. Yeah. And then essentially John is harassing him over the phone and in emails and demanding mm-hmm. his money back and Basically just becoming, like, a crazy person. Okay. Help me understand why he acted like that. I was kind of confused. It was... I, I don't know. It, to me, is it because, like, Deb was all for it and she wanted to use this to, you know, help bring her family back together? Or I was just kind of confused on why he was so upset about that. Because I don't think that he actually wanted... I don't understand what he wanted 
by going to the lawyer. Yeah. Like, maybe he was just playing nice and trying to show Deb that he Mm -hmm. wants to do whatever she wants to do. But as soon as they, like, got into the details about it, of what they needed to do... And to show that he's not fraud or whatever, and and of how a postnup would show her family like he's not using her for m- money. That's mm-hmm. kind of when he broke down. But again, I don't really know what his intention of was going there. Like, what did he think was going to happen? Right. Maybe but, he just thought this lawyer is going to just help me clear my name and we're out of here. Not going all into you know, I don't I don't know. But I was just really just like, why yeah. is he flipping out like this? And if not, he can use that against him fire the lawyer, Mm -hmm. get mad at him, say that he doesn't do anything, you know, he can kind of flip the script and manipulate Mm -hmm. the situation to come out on top, I guess, Mm -hmm. which he kind of did, but not really. Um, And then we see, like, the investigator narcotics man, like, 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. and um, I thought it was interesting how there was, like, all these different stories about John Meehan, right? Like... The investigator was saying, oh, well, yeah, this got reported, and this got reported, and this hospital said this, and but, like, nothing ever really happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, there's so many holes in our justice system. Like, this man is, like, running around stealing anesthesia kits and has a bunch of drugs in his house and yeah. harassing women, and he really only served, like, whatever, X amount of months in jail, and then mm-hmm. he's, like, out roaming free. I don't know. I just, I wish we had more episodes. I know. I feel like it's all being jam-packed and thrown at me, and it's like, then here comes Melissa. Like, we start off talking about Tanya again, then Melissa, like, I was just kind of like, what's that Mr. Krabs mean when you're just like, whoa, too much at once? Like, I need... (laughs) Yeah, no, there was a lot. There was a lot of information, and there's just... It just seemed like there was no real consequence for John. Yeah, it just seems like he just continues to slide through the cracks, and it's just like... I'm not, I guess I'm not getting that how. It's just like, yeah, they're just saying it. And then it's just like, oh, okay, well, he got through with that. Like, no, how did he get, like, no, maybe, like, you can't be that manipulative to just get over on a lawyer or all of these, I don't know, detectives. Right. I don't know. I was just really kind of confused with this episode in particular. And then jumping out of the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> That, by like, the way, really that, happened. Like, what? When you guys just weren't paying attention, he was just, I don't know. It was... It's, it's half of this stuff you think, like, this is, you know, maybe made up part of the show. Mm-hmm. But then, like, listening to the podcast, like, this stuff really happened. And he, like, assaulted a cop. And I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, going back to that, his relationship with, um, well, in the beginning they talked about, I guess, Tanya and how she was filing for their divorce, and Mm -hmm. I guess she was trying to, like, get back at him, and then just Melissa came in. I was just, I don't know. Help me understand that. (laughs) Just the sequence of events? Yeah. I think Melissa was just a girlfriend. Okay. But what it didn't really explain is she kind of came in and was like, yeah, I'm dating him, and I know where all of his drugs are, Mm -hmm. and it was just... It was weird how they introduced that. Yeah, it was just like, why did she come in to just do that? Like, I guess she was like over the situation, but if she was over it, why would she still be living with him? Exactly. Or was she just over the fact that they weren't exclusive? Like, I just feel like there was a lot of, like, Mm -hmm. I get where the show is going, but there's a lot of just missing things. Like, yeah, that are just not connecting. I kind of feel like it's just being thrown. Yeah. I I think it was just to show. That there was so many things that he was doing wrong to so many different people. Because mm-hmm. I don't think he was actually living with Tanya still then, right? He was, yeah, he was divorced. Fish- yeah. Right. So he was technically separated. So mm-hmm. maybe he was exclusive. Mm-hmm. Probably not. But yeah. maybe she thought that he was. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I don't know how he got so many women, but I guess it was just because he was charming. Yeah. And maybe I, John's a... <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to get into the Deborah and Ronnie storyline when Deborah finally decides she wants to leave John. Mm-hmm. So she contacts Ronnie while she's getting her nails done. And it, it's kind of a nice situation because this whole season, they've had kind of this tumultuous fighting relationship. Mm-hmm. They've been going to therapy. They're, you know, seen butting heads. And then finally, Deborah kind of, you know, basically comes down to her and is like, I need your help. I mm-hmm. want to leave John. So I liked that part. And I don't know. I kind of, I was shocked that Veronica was open to it again. Yeah. I feel like me, well, I guess it's her mom, but I don't know. She was just that fed up with her and so disappointed that, you know, she invested time and money into exposing him just for her mom to go back. So I was actually shocked how open she was to just, okay, we're back at it. Let's do it again. But what would you do in in that situation if your mom was like scared out of her mind wearing a wig to see you and like hello i need your help escaping this d-bag can you help me please i would still help too but i'd be like mom look this is it (laughs) we are not going back to this i don't know but i guess in the beginning they had like showed that clip before she had like i think broke down um how she like tricked john into how she thinking that she didn't read the letter and mm-hmm. how she had went on this whole, like, she like noticed clue it. investigation yeah. search. Yeah, so at first when she went to meet with Veronica, I thought it was just like, I don't know, some, John had probably convinced her to do this and it was mm-hmm. another way to just manipulate her daughter because he was out for Veronica. So I kind of saw it that way. And then mm. towards the end, we saw that it was like a real thing and she was really trying to get away from him. Yeah. I, I liked that part where, she, you know, it shows Deborah putting, seeing the tracker and doing the envelope with the lawyer and um, leaving her phone in the car so John can't track her when he goes and meets with, when she goes and meets with the lawyer. And it was kind of finally like, a little depth to the character, to Deborah's character, because mm-hmm. she's not so, like, ditzy and, yeah. like, believes whatever and finally is taking a stand. It was and... a major plot twist because yeah. I was like, did she really not read that letter? Like, are you kidding me? I know. Like, I was so mad at her. But then, okay, now I'm confused again because, so, you know, she read it, the letter, she did read it, she met with him. Why? What happened to where, you know, the scene where, like, John called and threatened the lawyer, and they never, like, went back to see what happened with that? I think the lawyer gave him his money back. Was that what it was? Because, yeah. like, he was so scared. Like, he was like, maybe I'm outside of your house. I know. And he runs and locks the door, so I'm like... I was so scared at that part, by the way. I was very scared, <laughs> too. But it was just like, dang, you know, Deb, did you do this, and you saved yourself, but now the lawyer is, like... I know it was a little bit confusing of yeah. what was what her intention was by giving him the letter first and not pretending that she read it and then giving John the letter. Like I don't understand why like yeah, she pretended that she read it, but why did she even have to give it to John? Why I don't know. I was kind of confused by that. It's a good question. I think because a, she wanted to put the power into John, like make her make him feel like she trusts him. Mm-hmm. can't speak, sorry. Um, you know, and that regardless of where she is or who she's with, she's always going to go to him and seek his opinion first. Mm-hmm. And two, it helped her hire the other lawyer. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, but that's a good question. Like, could, yeah. couldn't she have just 
just went along with the lawyer trying to help her. Like, why did she yeah. have to? Yeah. And then it's just like, it sucked. Because it's like, now the lawyer's fearing for his life. Like, I know. I don't know. Maybe that will be Thanks, something to come. But I was really confused by that. I was yeah. like, well, why did this other lawyer come? Why now his life is at risk? Like, it was just weird. I don't know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, maybe it was just to get that other, the lawyer out of the way to get another one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll never know, I guess. Um, so... We end the episode with kind of a really pivotal scene, right? Like, she comes in the door, and John confronts her about why she took out 30 k from the bank. Mm-hmm. And he just starts to get super... Yeah. Like, it's not a domestic dispute, but it seems to be going in that direction. And it's yeah. just like you can kind of cut the tension with the knife. Mm-hmm. I, I love that how Deb stuck up, stuck up for herself during that scene. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, he was, when he questioned her about it, he was like, what's yours is mine, and what's mine is yours. And she was just like, <laughs> what's mine before you is still mine. I exactly. was like, yes, Deb, like, good comeback. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, it showed, like, she was kind of, like, fed up, and she's finally taking up for herself. Yeah. But it was also, like... Yikes, what's getting ready to happen? <laughs> I know, I know. And she, he just kind of kept on, like, poking her and poking her in the closet, and she just wasn't responding and just yeah. was packing a bag, mm-hmm. finally. Um, but I think that when she left, it was, like, John had this realization that for the first time that he wasn't successful in scamming someone. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like for his whole life, he's always gotten away with everything that he's ever wanted to right. get away. Nobody's outsmarted him. Nobody, especially her, who he's, like, been kind of controlling this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I think he just kind of had this major, like, fearful realization, like, wow, Deborah might actually leave me. Like, what yeah. am I going to do? Yeah, wow. I didn't think of that, but that's true. She, the way just how she set that all up was so, like, it was it was good. She yeah. she really was on her game. So like you said, maybe he was kind of just like, okay, maybe she's not as you know naive as I thought she was. Maybe I, I do have some part, you know, right? Maybe I do have to like step my game up. Yeah, because I don't think that ever anyone has ever conned John, and mm-hmm. she's not conning him. But essentially, she kind of was one step ahead of him, mm-hmm. which I don't think has ever happened. Yeah. Um, I was watching the after show of Bravo, and um, they were doing an interview with Connie Britton, who plays. Uh, Debra. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that she thinks that John is like a sociopath. And even though we think that like all of his moves are manipulative and calculated, they aren't all calculated mm-hmm. because of all the little mistakes that he made. Um, but he's kind of like creating his own reality and actually believe what he is creating. Mm-hmm. Creating, And I, I think that like lots of sociopaths do that, right? Like mm-hmm. it's like, it's like a pathological liars, you know, when they lie they actually believe what they're saying. Yeah. And it's kind of like sociopaths. Like they, like he's doing a bunch of crazy stuff, but he's actually believing everything that he's saying and doing mm-hmm. around him is his reality when um, it's not actually yeah. his reality. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess I agree to the, agree with that because, I mean, well, based off of the show, yeah, his dad had him doing that crazy stuff, but I don't think it was that bad for him to just be as crazy as he is. Maybe it is something internal, or maybe those events as a kid traumatized him to become this crazy person. But, yeah, I don't know, but the TV show clearly doesn't give everything and all of the facts. But I could see why that would be her assumption of why he's the way he is also. I just wonder if there's, like, some mental issues there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a good point. It's, like, 
can you have just mental issues or is it a combination of how you were raised? And mm-hmm. like, it's just really interesting to think about. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't major, major in psychology, but. <laughs> I did, I but I stopped. To. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you no, did? But I don't even think I got, like, I literally <laughs> took one course and then that, I was like, oh, no, journalism. <laughs> I was going to and then I had, uh, found out that there was, like, math courses involved. So I was like, mm, I'll, do, I'll do sociology instead. Straight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything else you want to talk about for episode six? Um... No, like I said, that one kind of left me kind of in the dark. I feel like it was a lot of... I know. Yeah. But there was a lot of stuff. Like, I thought there were so many flashbacks and clips Mm -hmm. throughout the years and his childhood and then to present that Mm -hmm. it just did a really good idea idea of, like, catching up on everything now and showing, like, a background of what has happened in his past. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that, we're going to get into our juicy segment of the week, which is the oh my god moment of the week. Oh my god. Just a reminder, Tyra has never seen Friends before. We will not hold it against her. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, just a reminder, Tyra has not watched the full season oh. of Dirty John, <laughs> and then you call me out on Friends. I'll watch it. I know. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> exactly. That was a good one. <laughs> okay, so what was your oh my god moment of the week? My oh my, oh my god moment was um, just watching baby John <laughs> eat that John. glass oh in the taco. I just couldn't believe that. Like, I don't know. I I hate TV shows that do that. That shows like I don't know. It's just like kid, like I love kids. Mm-hmm. So to like see that someone has manipulated a child and to know that that happens in real life it just it it didn't sit well with me and I'm just like wow he's really like and then he put his child in harm not Mm -hmm. only did he teach him how to scam and get money by injuries he was okay with his son biting glass and damaging whatever is inside of his mouth like yeah that was insane to me like you don't use your child as a pawn it was it's so crazy it was really sad children yeah be like, ugh, put in that I, situation. Like we said all last week, it's all about your upbringing. But this was just an awful way to bring his son into this kind of lifestyle. Yeah, it was just such a crazy scene to see and, like, made such sense of why he's a monster. Yeah, and it was right in the beginning, too. I was like, oh, my God. I know, you're like, all right, we're starting this episode off right. Right. <laughs> okay, I feel like mine aren't good compared to yours, but I just have two quotes, and basically they're from John that, like, when I heard them, I was like, oh, my God, I'm scared of this man. So in episode five, he said to his sister, you better watch your back, Denise, because now you're my project, which just essentially threatening her or telling her, like, to watch her back. Like, he's basically going to kill her or do something to her that was crazy that was a definitely a good omg moment and like i said when he said that that's when she had that flashback of her dad and it was full circle Mm. like oh shoot he killed our dad so he will definitely kill me yeah that was definitely an omg moment my brother's crazy (laughs) and i had one more in episode six when he said to deborah after she wouldn't say anything to him first he said hit me and i'll make sure you never get up again Yeah, that was crazy. Like, okay, so you're just, you have, like, homicide in your blood, basically. By the way, uh, back to the podcast again, he said all of these things in real life, too. Like, I'm shocked just listening to the podcast and watching the um, Oxygen special. There's so much of this that actually happened. Like, Mm -hmm. just watching the TV show, you think that a lot of it is fabricated or made up just Mm -hmm. to have drama or be interesting, and... Most of it, if not all of it, is stuff that actually happened, like word yeah. for word, what John said to these women. That's crazy. So I think I that's have to awesome. To this podcast, not I, awesome. I just but... have to. 
I'm going to go back and listen yes. when, I, when we finish when you the try. show. Yeah, yeah, you should. You should. Okay, with that said, let's get into predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Ooh, that's new. Ooh. Where's all the lights? <laughs> there's like Halloween the in here and there's lights. <laughs> All um, right, what are your predictions for predictions. the next, I mean, essentially the next, the final two episodes? Oh okay, so clearly, some, John's going to get caught up or something. He's going <laughs> to, you know, go to jail or I don't know. He's finally going to get convicted for all the wrong he's done. And um, what else? So do you think he's going to go to jail? I think he's going to go to jail. Okay. I don't know about, I don't, I literally didn't even like look up or research this because. Don't. So. That's just my prediction. Don't ruin it for yourself. Um, and I predict that Deb is finally going to get her life together, and her and Veronica are going to take him down. Mm. We'll see. Where's Tara going to be? <laughs> um, Tara's going to just go with. She's going to just go with the flow because she goes with the flow with everything. <laughs> totally. Totally. All right. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see. I can't believe the next week's our last week. Know, it's like so started. short. I don't know Let me know about after Jojo on so okay. we can be on together. All right. We'll do. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Tyra, where can everybody find you on social media? Hey, guys. You can find me on all social media platforms at underscore Tyra Perude. And you guys can find me on Instagram at Shanti underscore Christina or Twitter at Shanti Christina. Thank you guys so much for watching. We will see you next Tuesday for the final two episodes. Have a great night. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 